Greetings, Alpha fans. Uh, Alpha's next is on the air again. It is, uh, what day is it anyway? It's kind of hard to keep track of the days these days, isn't it? It is April 15th, which normally would be tax day. It's Wednesday, uh, but it's not, uh, unless you don't make much money. Because in that case, it was, I think, in your interest to file your taxes. If you make under 75000 I think, as an individual, don't quote me on that. Uh, but the less you make, the better off you are um, in the new socialist paradise we live in because you're going to get a check for 1200 bucks. So they say, but unfortunately, I fall into that income bracket for 2019, so I filed my taxes, and I did not get a check. I also found that uh, my application for an SBA uh, loan from J.P. Morgan Chase was rejected because it was in violation of federal law. This was this cryptic message I got. And this is for one of my portfolio companies. Uh, so, not a real good day on the uh, sloughing up to the federal trough uh, front. So, you know, don't depend on government, folks. But uh, I am told that the reason that we got this was sort of a glitch and it's a know-your-customer issue. I, I know somebody else who's run into this. You have to be very careful these days that what you put on your applications and such and transactions is consistent with what the bank has on its database and what your IDs have and such. Because if there's any inconsistency in that, and this goes back to the last disaster we had, 9-11, um, they're very, very, very particular about the name format and everything else. So know your customer, which is also, the acronym is KYC, which I thought was, for some reason that sounded like Kentucky Fried Chicken to me, but that's KFC. Uh, know your chicken, but know your customer um, is something that can really get you screwed up with the banking system these days. So... If you do any business with a bank, make sure that you're using the right name, like if you've been married or, uh, you know, had any name changes for whatever reason, or if you have a, a name that's not like John Smith, you know, if it's of uh, Eastern European or uh, Asian or whatever extraction, the, the banks don't really know how to spell, then uh, you can have issues there. Anyway. All that being aside, so a couple of things to report today. Obviously, the market took a dip, uh, which is not unexpected, at least not here. We're at about twenty-seven eighty-eight, I think, on the uh, on the S and P, which is right in that range and right in the middle of the range. But it, it represents pretty much a fifty percent retracement from the bottom. And I looked at my portfolio, my investment portfolio, Chase, today, and I'm actually only down 11%, which yeah, isn't that bad as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, if if the GDP is down by whatever it is, 30 40 50%, and I'm only down 11 I'm not unhappy with that. So um, I actually drew a little money out of one of my investment accounts today because my strategy will be, as we get up toward 3000 I will try to draw some money 
And as we uh, get down to 2,500, I will either do nothing or I will uh, try to put some in if I can come up with cash. So the VIX, uh, down about 40, down to about 40. And that's the volatility index on the spiders, which is the S&P 500 ETF. So uh, things are coming down there. Selling uh, premium, if you're an options player, is still an okay idea. Because remember, that index is normally around 10 or 11 or 12 in a quiet market. So you're still getting a 4x uh, multiplier on the, on, the, on the premium, the time value of an option. Uh, and the weeklies are an interesting way to do that, by the way, from what I hear from the Nigerian brothers, uh, who are the famous options traders of who have ponytails and everything. Uh, so, you know, if you're that kind of player, you can still do that. What I call sort of a covered put. You buy the underline and you sell the weeklies against it. Sell the weekly puts and you sell it at a level you wouldn't be unhappy about getting assigned, meaning you'll actually have to take the shares. You gotta have the money to do that, guys. But um, <clears throat> in any event, um, that's I think still a good trade. It's not as good as it was when the VIX was at 80 because you were getting twice as much premium time value on the options side. But for those of you who either dabble in options or are trying to get up to speed on them, those are. That's the trade that we've been recommending, courtesy of Dan Keegan, the options thinker. Um, one thing we talked about today on the real estate side is, you know, we're talking about hotels and nursing homes, and uh, I, I don't see travel coming back here fast at all. And nursing homes are like a viral, uh, you know, cesspool, even assisted living. So... What I think may happen if, you know, if Anya decides to put me in a nursing home, which she told me she won't, my wife, uh, she may think twice about that and just have a home care worker. So I'm thinking home care is probably more bullish than assisted living nursing homes, hotels. None of that on the real estate side appeals. And there's REITs, real estate investment trusts for all those, I think. I would stay away from those. And that... Uh, works into the theme of stay away from dividend stocks because the lower these uh, these REITs and stuff and oil pipelines go, although we actually own an oil pipeline ETF or an individual stock, um, there's no guarantee they're going to be able to pay out those dividends. So if you're buying it for the income off the dividends and you see a juicy dividend, that's probably a sucker play. Uh, these places could go to zero, much less pay any dividend you think you're getting. So uh, don't buy stocks for the dividend yield if the dividend yield is juicy because the underlying has gone down. That's the advice of the day. I heard that on CNBC from one of the one of the regular talking heads who I think actually knows what he's talking about. So I forget his name, but one, the guy who dresses well and has gray hair, silver gray, you know, guy who looks like I wish I did. Then I'd be doing a webinar. Um, but I have a face made for podcasts. So anyway, that's uh, the tips of the day. So we still are bullish on multifamily housing, and we think there may be some opportunities here as people stop paying rent. Um, now that, of course, knocks down the what they call the cap rate, too, because you're not getting your rent paid. But 
eventually we think that'll have to stabilize unless the government's going to, you know, become a public housing, you know, if we're going to have council housing like they do in the UK and they, they take the private sector out of the real estate equation. I don't expect that to happen yet. So we still think multifamily housing is uh, rental properties is, is a good place to go and that there may be some bargains there. So if you're interested in that, um, you know, on the Ventures Next side, we are putting together funds to, to do that. So if you want to play in that space, let me know. 708-334-8414. Um, other than that, uh, I think that's actually about it. We're still in that range that is now a Goldman Sachs range. used to be Terry Nugent range. They picked up my range. Um, obviously, one thing we're talking about today is making, like, designer face masks, you know, like Blackhawks themed with, you know, teeth blacked out and, uh, you know, kind of like the mouth guards the football players wear. And uh, on the ladies' side, uh, you know, fashion-forward face masks, you know, that, that, uh, that look good and that match your outfit, you know. I mean, think of accessories, right? Matches your bag, matches your shoes type of thing. So uh, we may be uh, partnering up with somebody who's already in that business on a small scale. So, you know, there's opportunities like that. I don't know that you got to move fast, and uh, that's not as easy. I mean, I, I am not going to do any of this stuff myself. <laughs> I'm not that competent with all the digital spurs and everything. But, you know, you can set up an Amazon store pretty quick and set up Etsy stores and all that stuff. So something to think about if you're just sitting home making crafts. You might want to make face masks in the upper end. So anybody wants to talk about that, let me know. 708-334-8414. That's my cell. And uh, so uh, I guess that's about it. Um all quiet on the government funding front. We're still in the right range. Uh, stay away from those dividend stocks. Uh, the other thing that occurred to me today, which I will share, is that auto stocks may be a buy because I just saw a thing today. Metra ridership's down 97%. So let's look at the post-virus world. Uh, AC after corona. Really going to get want to get on public transportation with a hundred other people who are sneezing and coughing, and you can't get off. <laughs> I don't think so. So I think people are either going to want to work at home, or they're going to want to drive in a car where it's just them, or maybe two or three other people that they've forced to spend time with anyway, so they don't increase their virus exposure. I think public trans is in trouble here, which is, you know, nothing new. But I also think that we might see some cars being sold once it's, you know, once it's no longer a valid excuse to work at home. So there could be a pop in demand for automobiles, which could be good for Ford. Ford's trading at five bucks a share. Uh, <clears throat> the stock is an option. Uh, again, you could buy it along and then sell some puts against it. Um, at a level you wouldn't mind getting into. GM, uh, AutoZone, these publicly traded companies that sell used cars. You know, people got to get a car. A lot of them are probably going to want to get a used car. So, and I have a feeling the government, especially, you know, down the road, the Biden administration, which I anticipate, 
will probably support the car companies again because that's UAW territory. So, uh, you know, I think that's uh, that's a play. Now, that might also be good for the price of oil, but frankly, I expect a lot of companies that have white-collar workers to figure out that they don't really have to pay for office space for these folks because they're probably not doing much less than they were when they when they were at the office. People think, oh, well, they work harder when they're at the office. I don't think that's true. You know, you got what used to be called the water cooler or the cafeteria, you know, people going out to smoke and getting coffee. Not so much smoking anymore, but you know what I mean. I mean, if, you're, if you've got productivity issues, it doesn't matter whether you're sitting in your cubicle or sitting in your house. So um, I think that the demand for commuting transportation may actually diminish, but to the extent that people have to schlep downtown from Naperville, I think they're going to be a lot more interested in driving, which is good for the podcast business because you can listen to me for half of the ride. So uh, anyway, that is the uh, brainstorms for today. Uh, Again, this is brought to you by Alpha's Next. We are working hammer and tongs on our exciting new website, and hopefully that'll be out soon. Uh, We're also, uh, as of today, we've decided to do uh, interviews. So if you would like to come on the show here with me, and I'll give you some softball questions and you can answer. No, really. I mean, it'll be hardcore journalism because I'm a journalism major. So um, we are planning on adding some guests, which I think couldn't, you know, you can't fall off the floor. So, you know, I'm sure anybody would be <laughs> an upgrade from me. So, you know, uh, don't feel like you have to have an agent or anything. But if you're a small business person and you'd like to talk about how you're coping with the COVID, if you're a investment person and you want to share your thoughts on how you should handle your investments, you know, whatever you are. Um, if you're a, you know, stamp collector, no, not really. But something financially related, you know, uh, something in the lane of, you know, seeking alpha, you know, making money, not losing money at least. I mean, to outperform the market now, all you got to do is lose less than everybody else's. So it's kind of a low bar. Cash, you know, if you had cash, you'd look like a genius. So in any event, um, we are opening a call for speakers. And by the way, I'm available. I just signed up for this freespeakers.org. So I'm available for speaking engagement, preferably remotely (laughs) via Zoom. Um... And, you know, I can talk about anything you want me to talk about. You know, I, I know something about everything. So, mile wide, inch deep. So, uh, feel free to call on me to be in your podcast or your uh, your Zoom meeting, and I'll, uh, I'll do the same for you. And, uh, you know, it gives people something to do while they're sitting around in their house. You're sitting in their car trying to get back to the office when the time comes. So this is all lawyered up, copyrighted, trademarked, but, uh, so don't steal it, but please share it with all your friends and family and, you know, enemies, whoever. Uh, trying to build the audience here, folks, and you are part of that solution.
So that is all. Thank you. And we'll be back again tomorrow, probably, should the spirit move. Bye-bye.